Welcome back to Propaganda Watch, friends. James Corbett here, CorbettReport.com, coming to you on the 10th of February, 2020. And, uh, well, boy, do we have a treat for you this week. And when I say we, I mean we, because we are going to be joined once again by our good old friend and video editor, Brock West, for a special treat. Yes, you might recall that last year, we uh, Brock subjected me live on air to five of the worst propagandistic Super Bowl commercials from 2019's Super Bowl extravaganza. And that was such a huge hit that actually one person, one entire person emailed to say, are you guys going to do that again? And given that someone actually remembered something that happened on the internet one year ago, that that speaks to something. That must have hit a chord because most people can't remember what happened on the internet 10 minutes ago. So that's that's something. Anyway... Yeah, we're going to do it again. And for those who forget how this works, uh, Brock has sent me the links to three of the worst propagandistic Super Bowl commercials from this year's edition, and I'm going to watch them live in front of your eyes for your schadenfreude uh, so you can enjoy watching me squirm at the propaganda. You might recall last year we looked at TurboTax's creepy RoboChild commercial. We looked at mapping the future of our forest with Microsoft AI. We looked at SimpliSafe's Fear is Everywhere campaign. Uh, we looked at Not Everything Makes the Cut from Amazon. And we also looked at Washington Post Super Bowl message, Democracy Dies in Darkness, where they proved that the, even the fake news dinosaur media will even go to use clickbait nonsense in their taglines to get people to look at their fear porn, which is hilarious. But anyway... As you can tell, I'm stalling because I don't want to look at this garbage, but uh, I guess we got to get into it. Brock, thanks for joining us again. Always a pleasure, my friend. And, you know, I know you go on and on about how horrible this is for you, but I'm <laughs> the one who's got to, I've got to sit through all of them to find the to find the worst one. So spare a thought for your, your humble video <laughs> you know, editor. I never thought of that because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, he enjoys watching me squirm. But actually, oh. yeah, you, you had to watch all of them. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy! I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch the occult halftime spectacle. Um, but I do have to apparently now annually sit through the uh, <laughs> entire tribe of American advertising. Only, only if we get at least one email from someone saying, "Are you going to do that again?" Then we'll do it again. But if we don't, we won't do it ever again. <laughs> yeah. Keep that in mind, guys. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, so, All right. Uh, Here we yeah. go. So, actually, first, I think last year uh, I tried to do some predictions before. Mm -hmm. So let's mm -hmm. see if I can predict some trends. I'm going to go with, uh, obviously, there will be some green propaganda that was uh, was aired, but I don't think it's going to be the... I don't think it's going to be the overriding trend. Um, it's a selection circus here, so there's going to be something political. I don't know how that works into advertising for companies, but there might be political spots in here. I don't know. Um, and I'm going to say something like transhumanist or maybe even something space related in some way. I'm going to go very specific with that because I know that this is going to be a big space year for a lot of reasons. So those are my predictions. We'll see how I do. Um, any thoughts or things to suggest before we get into it? Well, I mean, can I kind of, can I kind of give something away? Um, you're wrong in every category. <laughs> wow, awesome. All right. I have no idea what's going on propagandistically. Good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, last year uh, we had five uh, five servings of advertising diarrhea. Um, 
This year is going to be slightly more palatable with just three we're going to show. Um, and I've got to say, I was sort of pleasantly surprised about the lack of propagandistic ads that were shown. Um, last year, we had about a, at least a dozen we could have chosen from, but it's not the case this year. Uh, majority of them were the usual car commercials, no driverless car commercials that I saw. And then other than that, just the usual junk food and insurance ads and random stuff. There is, a, there is an overriding theme through all three commercials. Um, and as you'll, but the one thing, and I was I was going along your lines of thinking also that oh for sure they're gonna there's gonna be something about climate weirding slash changing slash emergency psyop scorched earth, but from what I could I I searched all of the all of the web and I'm pretty sure I've watched all of the Super Bowl commercials and I couldn't find anything. But um, if anyone in the audience out there happened to watch all the commercials as well and they and I missed one please um, comment in the corporate report comment sections of this video and um, maybe that'll be a future edition of propaganda watch yeah um, that is surprising actually I yeah. mean it's to me that suggests that maybe the corporations realize this is not as popular an issue as some people make it out to be in fact every single time there's a survey about the most important political issues whether in the US or internationally climate change tends to rank at the very bottom of the list over and over again but they they keep pushing it as if this is the big crisis everyone is complaining about and actually very few in the population are so maybe the maybe the commercial makers are starting to realize that it's not really uh, serving their interests yep um but as i said there is a pretty pretty obvious theme running throughout the three videos of uh propaganda tripe so uh you want to do our first one let's do it i am clicking the link right now don't even know what the title on this is so i'll watch it here hey what's up not much wishing i was watching the game having a bud what's up with you like you, wishing I was watching the game, having a bud. True. True. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yo, where's the unit? What's up? What's up? It's a smart world. Don't be stupid about how you get around tonight. That was close. True. True. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, so, all right. Here's my immediate response. Insert the meme here about, you know, 1999. You know, by the year 2020, we're going to be in flying cars and everyone's going to be rich and happy and... Here we are in 2020, and you know, you show the Alexa talking to the dishwasher or whatever. And this is this is the Jetsons' future, guys. Barf. Yeah. All right. No. Okay. It, yeah. Along the technocratic's privacy, spying on everything, smart device. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. Um, that was actually I was thinking technocracy, transhumanism. I went for the transhumanism when I was making my predictions, but yeah, it's more the it's going to be the privacy spying smart devices, isn't it? Absolutely, yes, unfortunately. All right. And hey, by Bud. Yay. I mean, they can throw it in. And that was essentially, an, I mean, that was an Alexa, right? I don't know what they look like because I don't have one. But Neither do I. I mean, are they um, pimping other people's products in their commercials now? I wouldn't think so, but this is actually from Budweiser Canada. 
Oh. Yeah. Okay. I guess that, I guess there's a difference. <laughs> I should know this, but I don't. Yeah. All right. Want to move on? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So perhaps only relief from this dystopian future is that when we're old and feeble and so all suffering from Alzheimer's, that we won't remember that our world was ruled by a scientific technocratic elite controlling every single aspect of our lives. But don't worry, James. All of our memories are going to be stored in the cloud, or in the words of James and Pilato, someone else's computer. So our um, our second next emotionally manipulative piece comes from our good friends at Don't Be Big Brother. Uh, I mean, Don't Be Skynet. I mean, Don't Be Evil, also known as Google. Preparing my tear ducts right now. All right. of me and Loretta. <laughs> Remember? Loretta hated my mustache. <laughs> Remember? Loretta loved going to Alaska and scallops. Show me photos from our anniversary. Remember, she always snorted when she laughed. Play our favorite movie. Remember, I'm the luckiest man in the world. Come on, boy. Okay, here's my immediate response. What? Yep. <laughs> what? what? Okay. Oh, okay. I'll remember that you're the luckiest man in the world, and I'll tell you when you're going senile, I guess. Yeah. What is the point of this nonsense? Yeah. Without Google, how could we possibly remember our life? Oh, my God. It's not like, it's not like you can talk to loved ones things or loved yeah. ones can yeah exactly things. exactly human connection even if you are losing your marbles and you can't remember anything you could at least talk to people that you know or you used to know and were related to and who know your life and you can have human connection no it must come from a machine that remembers all creepily and uh, stores it off in some cloud that's owned by a corporation that you can totally trust guys yeah total nonsense and actually one of the first things i think is uh, I don't obviously don't have the research offhand, but research that suggests that we are uh, our memories and our ability to memorize information is atrophying as we rely more and more on digital devices. So, in fact, the digital devices may be inducing a sort of senility in a lot of people. And uh, that's I mean, this is the prime example of it. OK, Google, remember Remember that I love my wife because, <laughs> you know, I need to be reminded of that. Just oh my god. I'm sorry, Dave. You never had a wife. <laughs>
<laughs> when your Google device starts gaslighting you. Yeah. Yeah. It'll start happening in the future, won't it? My yep. God. Yeah. That's yeah. just baffling. Like, any who is going to watch that and go, oh, yeah, I do need a Google device of some sort to remember everything for me? Well, as the commercial before, you know, you've got your, your Google Home device appliance surveillance state, and it's sucking in all of your data, making that perfect psychographic, sending, sending it all off to the alphabet supers. There you go. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right, so the third one is going to continue and complete the trend here? Well, of course, none of these things are possible without the coming 5G dragnet, right? Mm, Right. Uh, Is Bill Nye going to make an appearance? Tell me Bill Nye is going to make an appearance. I will spare you, Bill Nye, the non-science guy, this time. (laughs) But let me ask you a question. You don't hate firefighters, rescue workers... And first responders, do you, James? Yes, I do, because I hate 5G. (laughs) Is that where we're going to (laughs) go? Roll clip. Okay, here we go. This year, you're going to hear a lot about what 5G will do. How it could help firefighters see through smoke. Connect ambulances with hospitals in real time. Give rescuers new tools to locate survivors. But this isn't a commercial about what 5G will do. It's about what 5G will never do. 5G won't replace the courage it takes to run into the fire. It won't make the decision to become an officer any less selfless or have any impact on what's required to put others' lives before your own. It can't take the place of bravery or substitute for compassion. It will never be the reason people make the choice to serve. 5G is going to change a lot of things. But luckily for all of us, not everything. That was so weird because I was, that was Imagine. I was swore that was Imagine. Mm. I could hear Imagine and then <laughs> they end with that song, whatever it was. All right, so it's some plagiarism of Imagine. Anyway, I, uh, yeah, I stopped listening after the first half because I knew where it was going, but um, my God. Yeah, okay. Yeah, again, if you hate firefighters and hospital workers, then, you know, you should hate 5G. But you love them, so you love 5G, right? Yep. Totally yep. sound logic. How could you dispute it? One um, of the things... 5G might also change is your cellular make cellular makeup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do you like your cellular makeup? <laughs> no? Good. Then get 5G. Yeah. Um, again, absolutely no whatsoever. No, no. Again, there's no... I get it. It's advertising. They're never going to have any room for any critical thought about anything. They're never going to introduce factual information about anything. Obviously, it's an ad. It's meant to tug on your heartstrings, but... Um, it's just so blatant. I, I, I note a couple of uh, user, uh, Corbett Report members in the comment section in the last couple of days have been talking about how they haven't watched TV in like 10 years. And, and one of them was noting, I, so I actually sat down and watched the State of the Union ad- address by her Trump the other day. And he was like, it was so bizarre watching it. It was like some sort of circus land, something that he couldn't even understand because he's just so not used to the television circus anymore. And I can relate to that because I have been detached from television for most of my time here in Japan. And 
yeah, I can't imagine going back to this being the constant background chatter in my daily life. It's just, ugh. But um, here's a few thoughts on the overall trend that's obviously being represented here, the techno technocratic infrastructure, the, the devices, all of this. Um, Ernest, Ernest Hancock over at Declare Independence has something that he says that I think is important, um, an important aspect of this. He says, I don't want Alexa. I want Jarvis. I, I want, I, I, I'm not against the idea of the technology itself, but who owns and controls that technology? Some corporation, I'm, you know, I'm putting all my information on some cloud and just trusting some corporation is going to be running. Or is it something that I own and control and, and have total 100% control over myself? Now, you could say pipe dream, it's never going to be 100% and it's always going to be tied in the infrastructure. Fair enough. But the idea is, yeah, it's not... It, the idea, the underlying idea of having assistance and things is not in it of itself evil, but where is the control in that system? And it's always in the control of these corporations, alphabet supers, government, and it's all one big mess at the top. They're all interconnected. And that's the point, which will never be obviously revealed in a commercial. They'll never talk about that or openly allow you the space to mentally process what's going on here. You'll just see something, oh, it's useful for old people. It's useful for firefighters. It's useful for hospital workers. Well then, I guess it's a good thing, the way that it's being presented, in the form that it's being presented. Hogwash and nonsense. But what we are modeling here actually is important because we are stepping back and saying, hey, look, when you look critically at what they are presenting here, there are a lot of holes in what they're presenting here. And that obviously is what we should all be doing at all times with all propaganda, you know, that, that we are subjected to on a daily basis. Stepping back, critically reflecting on it, realizing how they're playing on your emotional heartstrings, etc. And if you are just leaving the television on as the constant background chatter of your life, you're never going to have that space for reflection. So keep that in mind as well. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Well said. Couldn't say it better myself. All right. Well, okay, that, you know, if it's only those three, that's a better ratio than last year anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll uh, give us a, a double whammy next year and there'll be 10, you know. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see. But, um, yeah, I mean, there was a theme, but as I, as I said before, you know, I was pleasantly surprised and I did watch as many, and I'm pretty sure all of the stupid bowl commercials as I could, and um, they were the three that really stood out. There were a couple of little ones here and there, but they were just, they were like, you know, a, a few seconds of it. They weren't in, entire commercials with this theme through it. So Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, could be worse. Um, yeah. I'm surprised. Really nothing overtly political? There was a few, there was a few drunk, drunk commercials, as you would expect. Um, but they were just always, you know, MAGA, employment rate is up, stock market is up, yay, yay Trump kind of stuff. Nothing... Nothing really too, too controversial. Yeah, nothing particularly interesting. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. We've done it. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and now we wait another year and see if we get a single solitary person emailing in to see, hey, are you guys going to do that again? And maybe we'll do it again. Now that you've said it, yeah, expect 100 emails. Well, yeah, this month. But if they remember it a year from now, that's the real question. That's the kick-up. All right. Uh, let me just use this opportunity, as always, to thank you for the incredible work that you do, Brock. Um, behind the scenes, 99% of the time. But uh, obviously, this video, the output that I do, would not be possible without the work that you do. So everyone, please give a big hat tip and a thanks to Brock for his great work. And uh, having said that, I'm going to now order you to go off and edit this video. So have fun. <laughs> Back to work for me. Back to work.
All right, man. Take care. Thank you. See you later.